All right, welcome everybody to the Let's Talk podcast. We are moving into season two and we switch things up a little bit. Instead of it being just me and one other guest, we actually have a whole group of people for you. Uh, and so I'd like to take a moment to introduce everyone. And why don't we go ahead and start with Casey? Hey, that's me. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My name is Casey. Um, I am a Twitch affiliate streamer. And I play some video games, mostly with my friends. And I enjoy the occasional time of shooting them with airsoft guns. Ooh, those are good times. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Uh, And so, Casey, what's, like, your streamer name and all that? Oh, my streamer name. You can find me at uh, twitch.tv slash thepastor420. It's... My last name is Weed, so, and I'm a pastor, so it all kind of links together. <laughs> so, out of curiosity, how often have you had people question your name tag? Um, all the time. Especially, I'm also a track coach, so some of the track kids who watch the stream call me um, Mr. Pastor 420 Coach, or I don't know. They kind of make up all kinds of different names with it. That's fair. That's fair. All right, uh, let's move on to Philip. Just going down alphabetically. Um, <laughs> I mean, that wasn't my intent, but if it works that no, way. No, you're not. You, you skipped it. Wouldn't Ben no. have been first then? That's what I was saying. Hi, <laughs> okay. Um, I guess we're doing me now. Um, I'm Philip. That's my first name. Um, I, I don't know. I, I game by myself, usually. Uh, I actually, I join Casey's streams sometimes, most of the time, most of the sometimes. I'm pretty sure everybody um, in here has. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I'm just listening to stuff I do. Uh, I don't really stream that much, but I do, at least when I work, <laughs> I build games. Uh, yeah, for like Chuck E. Cheese, that's my job what i do so um yeah i also airsoft i shoot people deliberately <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's, that's me awesome well um i think you explained yourself fairly well philip um <laughs> uh so let's go to orion hello i'm orion also the twiddler um i also my baby get- brother Irrelevant details. I'm still better. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I do uh, some streaming on Twitch as well. I do a variety streaming and speed running. And you can find me at uh, twitch.tv forward slash the twiddler underscore official. Do you um, still hold the record? I do still hold. I hold the 100% world record for the Outer Wild speed run, purely because nobody else has tried the run either. So <laughs> it's nice. a freebie. Well, there you I go. Say I say I know how to run 16-star Mario 64, uh, the 100% Outer Wilds, Marshmallow% percent Outer Wilds, and I am also currently learning the any percent route for Celeste. I'll be honest. I understand maybe half of what you just said because, um, yeah, me, but that's still cool. <laughs> I'd kind of uh, as a, I, I also collect video games that have just over 550 at the moment. 
Dang. Don't you keep a like list of the games that you've collected online somewhere? I do. If you if you go to the website, the back or backloggery.com forward slash the twiddler, you can look at every game I own. Sweet. Awesome, awesome. All right. Uh let's go to Benny then. Benny. Hi. Um I'm Ben, also known as Benny, also known as Benjamin. Um I don't do anything interesting. You blacksmith. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I guess. I blacksmith a bit. It's a hobby of mine. Otherwise, I'm always in the house just gaming and stuff. I don't do... Well, I mean, I weld as well. But it's a it's a niche. I'm still learning. So just it's just a, a different type of creativity. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, like, how long have you been doing it? Um, I've been doing it for a couple of years. I'm still learning the ropes and everything, but I'm trying to get good at it. I want to try to turn it into a career for myself. Oh, that's really cool. Hmm. Nice. Very cool. Thank you. Uh, and then last but not least, we have Alex. Uh, hello, I'm obviously Alex. I have a YouTube channel called Wikiman. Uh, I game. I also do Airsoft. I have a YouTube channel with Casey. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? I stream every once in a while. Yeah. Hmm. Awesome. And what is your handle, Alex? Your username. Uh, be- besides the YouTube channel. Yeah, like if you're streaming or your YouTube channel, you know what? Where where would we it's... find you? Uh, YouTube forward slash Wikiman W I K Y E M A N. And then also 1380 whack, but that's usually like, like my actual like gamer take for like streaming or uh, Steam, not stream, Steam. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you guys for joining me on this project. I'm excited to have you guys and kind of see how everything goes. Rock on. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, so today our topic of choice is we're going to talk about video games, which. We all kind of mentioned that we're gamers in some way. Uh, and so yeah. my question, well, I guess we'll start with the first question here. What is your favorite video game? Um, and then after we kind of go over that, uh, we're going to ask, what would you add or take away from your favorite game to make it better or improve it overall, whether it's in the story or the gameplay aspect? Uh, so, Benny, why don't we go ahead and start with you? What is your favorite video game? Honestly, my favorite video game of all time has got to be Team Fortress 2. I love it. It's a classic, and it's also called the gateway to PC uh, PC gaming. It's just really fun in general. I love it. The player base and the fan base is just really cool. Very nice. I'll, I'll be honest. I have not played a lot of TF2. Like I I'm think so I'm so bad at Team Fortress 2. <laughs> it's a good game. Gotta get used to it. Yeah, it's a whole different like dynamic a whole different uh what's the it's a very word? chaotic shooter yes it is oh it is I, say, I, I, mean, I think i played it once or twice in my whole life um so i'm not familiar with like how it works at all or anything i could 100 percent see why they would call it the gateway to gaming or what whatever statement he used mm-hmm. especially since it's free to play yeah definitely it used to not be free to play but they make enough money off of the hats they sell. They don't need. Oh my gosh! Yes, <laughs> I am a victim to this. Oh boy! <laughs> like, 
digital hats or like real hats? Digital. digital. Oh, In game. Cosmetics. <laughs> yeah. No purpose. <laughs> no purpose, but you can sell them for a hefty price if they're unusual or something. Hmm. The uh, actual, like, the rarest item in the game is called the Golden Frying Pan, and that goes for about $3,300. Like, real-life money? Mm. Yeah, real-life money. Oh my gosh, that's insane! I know. So if you're really lucky, you could get it in, like, a campaign mode that you can do called uh, Man vs. Machine. So, like, in there, uh, at the end of uh, a specific campaign, um, there's a chance that you can get an Australian weapon which is essentially just a golden weapon. And the golden frying pan is the rarest of that, but it is also a chance for you to get it, and you can sell it for so much money. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. All right, well, maybe I'll have to check out Team Fortress after I get a new desktop build. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, so, Ben, if there was something that you could add or take away or change about the game... What would it be? Honestly, adding, I in my opinion, it's like the perfect shooter game. Except for one little thing, and that's called random crits. They upset me. The heck right. is random crits? Random crits are a, uh, depending on how many kills, how much damage you've done in the game, or like what your score is, you will get more random crits due to that. And random crits are essentially doubling the damage that you would normally do with whatever damage you just did. And sometimes they can be really stupid. Like, uh, there's this one class called the Soldier who shoots rockets, and um, one crit rocket does 300 damage, and that can one-shot every single character in the entire game. Um, Like, if they're just just, uh, stocked. wow so really if you if you play right you could become op pretty quick oh yeah absolutely all right (laughs) i don't know how i feel about that (laughs) i like it when there's a steady balance between the teams but at the same time i guess i'm also into playing skilled games where like you can level up based on how well you do playing so Mm -hmm understandable everyone has their own little niche yeah for sure uh how about you casey what is your favorite game and what would you add or take away from it that's a really hard question (laughs) (laughs) like favorite game or like our all-time favorite game or our current favorite game i mean there's all kinds of ways to put it like i can understand for ben because his all-time is definitely tf2 but that's Mm -hmm. also the game that he still always plays right uh, i mean that's fair yeah if when you i want... first got into gaming i logged hundreds and hundreds and hundreds thousands of hours into playing counter-strike source most of them with alex <laughs> nice yeah boy. And, and gary's mod but i don't really play those anymore mostly because people don't want to play them with me <laughs> uh and but... why not casey <laughs> i mean they're really old i don't blame people that's fair but i would have to say that like the game i play right now the most is definitely call of duty modern warfare like the uh new free version right yeah the Warzone. nice that one i put quite a few hours into and what is uh 
Like, what do you like about it? Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, so, like, I like the concept of Fortnite, but I'd like the concept of Fortnite better if there was nothing to build. And so I, I always kind of wanted, like, a good Battle Royale, even though I, I have mixed feelings about Battle Royale. But they introduced this version called Plunder, and it is hands down, like, so much fun. Like, a ton of fun. Because you actually respawn. Right. And Plunder Samoa where we're, like, you're more focused on building how much cash you've gotten versus killing everyone else. Right. Although killing people gives you cash. Right. Say, and from what I saw from what uh, lurking in one of your streams the other night, is that you don't actually have to, like, run out and pick up weapons, but you can actually drop in with a loadout, which is unusual for a Battle Royale game. Yeah, and I really like that because the more you obviously rank up, the better your weapons get to be. Nice. And it's, I also kind of like that there's not one person who just destroys everybody. You know, so there's not, there isn't always that one person. And it is skilled based matchmaking. So when Philip and I join a server, you know, it's not me and him in our, you know, 20, 30 levels playing against people who are, you know, 150. Right. Say so everybody is relatively matched. So when Philip and I are sitting up on those snipers, we're not or on top of the building sniping people. You know, it's not just them guys killing us the entire time. It's also us killing them. Nice. Yeah, I'd say it's nice when you can have a nice like balance between the games rather than those games where you end up if you play one specific like character, then you're always going to be a hundred times stronger than everyone else. Yep. Awesome. And if there's, uh, what would you add or take away from it? Um, I would. <laughs> um, what's the word? I'd probably put some anti cheat software built into it <laughs> i mean i assume there's already something placed there so i would probably there's say none. It better there, there there's none there's no anti-cheat right now are you sure Zero. i am 100 probably a bunch more hackers than well i've seen <laughs> right but all the hackers aren't a level 30 For, oh yeah i guess that's true yeah so Right now, I know that there's there's no anti-cheat on there. So that would be nice. That'd be something. And then I would also make it where the freaking uh, attack helicopters aren't so powerful. Okay. Like, they're just super annoying. Yeah. But for the most part, it's really fun. Nice. So it sounds like they need to implement some good old punk buster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I don't even know if that's still a thing because I remember EA bought it for the Battlefield franchise, and I don't know if they actually still use it for any other games or if it just kind of faded away. It technically still exists. It just doesn't go under the name Punkbuster anymore. If you look like into the coding of modern Battlefield games, you'll can find still find the word Punkbuster in all the source coding. Okay, so they just more or less implemented it in rather than recognized it as like a third party. Yeah, it's just it's just they're there's security stuff now it's not like oh this is punk buster security it's just like this is just battlefield security nice yeah i haven't played battlefield in forever uh i think it's still my favorite like franchise as far as war games go like i just love yeah 
the in-depth design that they've always put it like back when we started playing 1942 which feels like forever ago um you know that that was a very good very focused world war ii style gameplay where not only were you getting like the actual realistic environments of what it looked like for everyone during that time but you also got the weapons just how the overall flow of the war went um you know there was uh, i can't remember what map it was i'm drawing a blank on the name of it but it's the one where you one team starts on the beach while the other ones are basically sitting on like this cliff edge and they could just shoot at everyone as they're coming on the beach um you know i remember Normandy beach that sounds right. Yeah, I think it was Normandy Beach. Um, I don't know if it actually fell under that name in 1942, but that's the name of the actual beach. Right. You know, and I remember in that, you know, if you read through history about that particular battle, you would always find that, hey, the people that were going onto the beach to try to take the cliff were overpowered. Like, they were literally hundreds of people died that day when trying to take that spot. Um, mm-hmm. And with 1942, they definitely made it more more focused on the realism of it where whoever spawned on the cliffside definitely had more power and advantage oh, yeah. than those who spawned on the beach especially um, people who were really good at quick scoping because that was before bullet physics yeah <laughs> yeah bullet physics you know there's a part of me that misses when we didn't have that but then there's a part <laughs> of me that likes the challenge of having it uh, awesome but yeah no i i think I think Battlefield's pretty awesome. Honestly, I think most war games are pretty well done. Um, and I think out of all of them, like storyline-wise, Modern Warfare was probably one of my favorites as far as like the campaign story. Um, especially just because like it was very in-depth with the story. Because you see a lot of war games where the story's like, oh, you have to go take this command post, and we're just going to give these characters some funny things to say where modern warfare was very much focused on why are we here why are we doing this yeah i loved i did i stopped liking battlefield when it started going in into the the one in the old you know older generations also like when battlefield one came out yeah i wasn't a fan I like that game. It just, like, passed that point and turned to a lot of pay-to-play kind of thing. Like, you didn't need to, but, like, it gave you a really huge advantage, which was kind of frustrating. Yeah, I think pay-to-play yeah. has been the biggest downside of the gaming industry. Like, as far as them making money, yes, it has definitely helped them make a lot of money. But at the same time, it's like, as far as us gamers, it's been a big downside because it's taken away the need to actually work to earn your place in the game rather than oh look i can just go buy my rank and have all of this extra stuff that i didn't do anything to actually get right yeah and then if you actually want to do it legitimately it takes you forever to get it so not to mention the fact i don't have an extra hundred dollars to drop on cosmetic hats (laughs) (laughs) yeah that i'm okay with paying for cosmetics i'm fine with this is not a necessity yeah i think i'd agree with alex on that See, and I have a hard time with the idea of paying for any of, like, the additionals. Like, back when we had, like, mods or, I guess we call them DLCs now, those I was okay with. But to, like, buy little random side things, I don't know. I just, for for whatever reason, I was never a fan of the idea of spending that kind of money. Especially if it was something cosmetic, because I'm like, okay, this is just going to make me look different. And just because I like how I look doesn't mean it's really going to gain me any benefit in the game. I, I think that's part of what makes it 
better that cosmetics are a lot of the times the only thing you can purchase in a lot of these games because if you make it so you can purchase the most powerful gun in the game using real money and nobody else can afford that gun except you that gives you a huge advantage over everybody else who has to put in 100 hours into the game to get that same gun whereas if you just want to pay your money to get some cosmetics it doesn't truly affect the gameplay at all it's just purely because you want it it doesn't give you an advantage at all and so you're not essentially paying to win the game anymore i guess that makes sense yeah I think that's probably why I don't hardly spend anything on extras when it comes to games. I buy the main game, and that's about it. Same. Same. I generally prefer playing like a lot of third-party and indie games, just because they have like almost none of that existing in most of them anyway. Yeah, that's true. And that's another thing. Uh, actually, we'll get to that later, because I want to keep us focused a little bit here. Um, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> you know, yeah, I think there's... I think there's a lot of benefit and downside to the idea of being able to have, like, add-on stores in games. Um, but, you know, everyone kind of has their own perspective on it, as we've as we've discussed some. Um, but, Orion, since, you know, you made the last kind of big point on that, what is your favorite <laughs> game, and uh, what would you add or take away from it? Uh, personally, I'm always a huge fan of platforming genres, specifically Metroidvanias, which are a combination of Metroid platformers and Castlevania platformers. And so that leads my favorite game to have to be Super Metroid for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Um, Dang, honestly, stats, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like being technical. <laughs> but, no, just the feel of the SNES controller while you're playing such an innovative game for its time. It's like it was one of the very first games that ever truly had an actual voice clip in it that wasn't just digital blurps. It was it was truly innovative for its time. And just the overall design of the world is just absolutely amazing. You like you don't ever feel like you're taking too long to explore in this game. And one of the things that I think would be great for it, which kind of technically already exists but it's not an official thing, it's if they implemented like the randomizers that people have modded for these games now, where they take, because part, part of the Metroidvania game is you have to collect all sorts of series of upgrades for your character in order to complete certain tasks and beat the game. There's a lot of optional items as well that are not necessary, but give you an advantage if you go out of your way to take time to collect them. Uh, a randomizer will take all of these items and throw them into random spawn locations using a, a logic algorithm that prevents you from getting soft-locked in the game and stuck with not being able to progress. And I think that kind of thing would be really cool to actually have in, properly in a Metroid game, because just I'm just imagining Nintendo coding that kind of thing would be amazing, because it's already amazing with the mods you can get with uh, just the different modder, modders in the community. But I feel like that would just be an awesome implementation to bring into Metroid games. Nice. Yeah, see, I, I don't follow the Metroid franchise that much, so it's kind of not one of my favorites. Not because it's a bad game or anything, just because it's not my style. But I know when I watch you play, like you have a very in-depth knowledge of the game franchise. <laughs> Metroid is 100% my favorite game series. I'll so, be honest, I've never heard of it. Really? It's Nintendo exclusive, so unless you really spent a lot of time with Nintendo mm -hmm. systems, you wouldn't really know about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know anything about Nintendo. I say I remember it was the first GameCube game that we ever had because it came with the GameCube when we got it for Christmas that one year. <laughs> yep, I say our GameCube came with Luigi's Mansion and Metroid Prime. 
which I did recently just beat Prime 2 on stream. So go check out those VODs I have on my YouTube channel. <laughs> uh, say, where, didn't point. you actually say that you might start Luigi's Mansion 3 as your next stream? Um, I technically started that, like, I want to say, like, I want to, I started in just, I think I, eventually I might speak. Uh, <laughs> I started in November last year because it came out on Halloween last year and I did actually start streaming it. I just did like one or two streams on it and then I like forgot about it, which is weird because I was like, I was excited the whole year for it. And then I kind of just forgot to keep playing it. So I was already progressed pretty far into it. But after I beat Metroid Prime 2, I did continue it. I say I remember you were pretty hyped up about it, like waiting for it and everything. Because I've only ever played the first one. I never played the second one at all. And I remember you were just really excited for the third one. Yeah. Say, because I loved the first Luigi's Mansion. But the second one was very disappointing for me. It did not have anywhere near the same amount of charm as the first one did. And the third one has brought so much of that back. I absolutely love it. Awesome. Very cool. So yeah that's i don't have much to say about metroid just because i don't know enough about it but i'm excited about the Luigi <laughs> expansion i would love to get a nintendo switch just so i can actually play some of those games uh again yeah also metroid prime 4 is supposed to be coming out later this year and i'm super hyped for that as well Ooh. i say are they finally going to release that and not just tease it like they have been for the last several years <laughs> well what happened originally is that they announced that it was supposed to be coming out i want to say late 2019 but they got about halfway through their development process and they didn't like what they had and so they scrapped the whole project and brought back the original development team from retro studios that built the first three prime games to restart working on the fourth one so that they could truly make it the metric prime four that everybody wants Oh, nice. And so, so it pushed it back like a whole another year because they essentially had to restart the whole process. Oh, that's kind of cool. So basically they decided to pull a valve and not just make something and release <laughs> it, but actually make something that they liked before releasing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I say part of me was really disappointed when they made the announcement that it was delayed. But when they gave the reason for it, I was actually really happy because I'm like, <laughs> I truly want this to be the best prime game it can be. I say, and I think that's kind of respectful because you think about the amount of time and financial investment that goes into a game project only for them to literally scrap it and start over after how many months mm -hmm. and how many dollars of investing on just the one version that they're never going to release yeah that's actually that's like the same reason why i got excited when they um when um it was announced that uh the cyberpunk game uh, yeah. was delayed um because of uh, i forget their specifics but they didn't the game was finished, they said. Like, it was completely playable. They just didn't like some of the story aspects, so they were kind of tweaking it a little bit. Like, the game itself was pretty much finished. It was actually supposed to come out this month, but um, they pushed it to September to kind yeah. of polish it out and stuff. Which, they did yeah. the exact same thing with The Witcher 3. Yeah. And that's a yeah. very well-respected, highly-loved game, so... So I've heard nothing but good things about The Witcher 3. Mm -hmm. I say, I've never played any of The Witcher. Well, I started playing the first one, but I didn't make it very far in it because that's about the time my desktop died. So, <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, sad face. <laughs> Can we get an F in chat for his desktop? F. <laughs> oh my Shit. gosh. 
All right. Well, on that note, we are going to take a short break to get a message from our sponsor, and we will be right back. And thank you right for the back. rip and chat, Alex. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so below in the comments section, leave an F in chat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're going to get back to talking about games in just a moment. But I actually, I had told you guys that we were, uh, before we started recording this, that I was going to share a text that a friend posted on Facebook. And I never mm -hmm. did because I got distracted. Um, but as you guys know, we've been planning this, well, I've been planning this podcast for a while when I started talking to you guys about it. Uh, it was before the whole coronavirus outbreak thing where we have to be isolated from everyone and all that. Uh -huh. uh, we were already planning to record it over a Discord chat with each other and so that didn't really change anything for us. Mm -hmm. uh, a friend of mine, she posted a text message that re she received from a random unknown number. And she's a photographer based in Appleton. So it was a local thing. And the text says, hello, I'm not sure who I'm contacting now, but you have to listen closely. I don't have much time. I am a time uh -oh. traveler, and I know this sounds crazy to you. COVID-19 may seem deadly now. But COVID-20, a.k.a. the zombie outbreak, will be much worse. Those who are infected with the COVID-19 are the only people who are safe from COVID-20. Please get this out to people. People are indoors for COVID-19, but they don't know about COVID-20. It will happen in the year of 2031. So you have time to save people for now. I must go now. My portal is closing. But I need to get this out to as many people as possible to try and save your future. Oh no. And I saw her post this and I'm just like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, why? That's why everybody in California is affected. <laughs> Isn't everyone in California already affected to everything? I mean, that's probably true to some extent. Sorry, friends who are from California. Um, <laughs> but I was just like, wait, I feel like. While I find it amusing at the same time, it's like I question the timing and sending something like that out to random people that you don't know. It'd be more believable if they sent it before the coronavirus yeah, definitely. got popular. Or even yes. was announced. Well, he probably miscalculated his trajectory. <laughs> oh he doesn't have a TARDIS. He has a... A turtis. <laughs> He's using a trash can, not a phone. <laughs> He's just going through space and time on a trash can. Oh my gosh. It's a little bit slow for him. <laughs> oh, on that positive note, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna take it over to Philip. And Philip, what oh, is your favorite me. video game and what would you add or take away from it? Okay, well, I mean, with everybody uh, talking about games and stuff, they give me a lot of time to think. And, well, I gotta say, like, my favorite game, like, I don't know. I got a lot, like, I mean, on Steam, I have, like, 920, I think. Let me open up real quick, Lux. Real quick, Lux. <laughs> 926. Oh, jeez. Um, and on Steam, and I have, like, 30 on Origin. But, you know... Out of all the games I played throughout the years, I think I gotta say the number one would have to be Superman 64, because like you know, <laughs> what? You know, <laughs> did, did you just? <laughs> you know, flying through the rings over and over again oh is literally God. the best calming thing. I, and I... like, you know what? Like, you can't get a more 
true Superman story than that. I mean, like, oh nobody said it better, better than the, the goddess Beyonce. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. And that's literally what Metropolis does to Superman. Literally puts rings upon rings, and it's just so beautiful. Oh like, my gosh. Philip, why? <laughs> Oh, I have one. I wish I didn't. Why? I was I was saying this dude in my head, and I kept laughing. I'm like, crap! I'm gonna ruin this. <laughs> but I still finished it, so I'm happy about that. But no, like literally, my favorite game. I don't know. Like, I mean, I got a lot. That that what I said before was true. I do have a lot of games, and I can't really pick like a favorite. I mean, like, I love the Batman Arkham games. I have 100%. Um. City on PlayStation 4 and 3, and 98% on computer. Wait, no, 80% on computer. And um, uh, same with Asylum, 100% on 3, 4, and 99 on computer. I freaking forgot to fight the uh, people in the uh, the the group. After the, I mean, before the final boss fight, and there's only that one time to fight them, and I forgot <laughs> like a fool. So that's literally the only achievement that I don't have, and I can only get that when beating the whole game. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like that. I also like anything having to do with Star Wars. I literally bleed Star Wars. I can most name a lot of the planets, both legends and canon. Ooh, um nice. I mean like I don't know. I mean like I guess it would have to be a split between Arkham City and Knights of the Old Republic. That's like my two top games. I'd probably pick Knights of the Old Republic as my favorite. No Battlefront. Just those two. I mean that's more based on memories. I mean <laughs> it's still my favorite shooter game period of all time so it still has that place but like favorite game most repetitive re replayability i mean i've played nights like uh like i mean probably nine times which doesn't sound like a lot but i mean i would always like talk to everybody i would like do everything over and over and so, yeah, that's probably probably my top right there. Nice. Yeah, I say I've played the Arkham trilogy, and I have kind of played the Star Wars games. Not really a whole lot of them, though, to be honest. Uh, what would you change about them if you could? Um, I would um take the rights of Star Wars away from Disney. <laughs> somebody else because there's there's been multiple people that do beautiful remasters and they disney's like no and then just burns it all like the latest one that was coming out last year oof that was great that was oh that was glorious that was all a very order. glorious very beautiful game very shiny so I would definitely want a remaster, and it it probably won't be able to like be very good, but just the thought of it having some sort of co-op that'd be pretty dope, like an online co-op or something like that. Mm -hmm. That would be pretty sweet. 
See, I wish they could take the combat mechanics they had in Jedi Fallen Order and put that into a multiplayer setting, kind of like oh, they had that would be Jedi cool. Academy and Jedi Outcast. I, Jedi Academy had better, I thought. I mean, I enjoyed Fallen Order, but it felt kind of like hard, not in difficulty, but like... It, it was, was much more technical. <laughs> like I don't know, like <laughs> chunky just feels like the right word to use. <laughs> like, like for like academy, I remember the mission when you're on was that like a train or something, some sort of like flying train thing. Like I would like freaking whip my lightsaber like a maniac, bouncing bullets, hitting people on top of the trains, and it was glorious. But like in the other game, you like flip it around like you're a cool guy, and it's like. I don't know, it's, the, it's not the same. It doesn't feel the same. It's more like it's just for show rather than you're literally trying to hit the bullets. Yeah. Laser blasters, whatever the heck. Nice. Huh. I say, like I said, I haven't really played a whole lot of the Star Wars games. I've only played one really, like, in detail through it. And I don't even remember which one it was, to be honest. It was, like, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Far, far away. Far, far away. Uh... But yeah, no, I think that's really cool that, yeah, I agree, like, Disney should not be buying out everything and creating a monopoly with many of the entertainment industry aspects because they're not as creative as they used to be, um, in my opinion. Uh-huh. But, you know, I guess that's what you do when you have money. You buy all, all, all your competition. Um, <laughs> I have heard Frozen 2 is good, though. I've heard that as I mean, well. I also am excited for Trolls. Nah. I'll be honest, I like the original better. Um, I'll be honest, I'm pretty excited. excited. I, I'm pretty I like, excited I like for the, the Trolls. I like better than the first one. Yeah, I haven't watched Frozen 2 yet. I'll probably end up watching Frozen 2 and Trolls this weekend because... Well, actually, well, maybe not. I have a lot to do this weekend. But if I have time, <laughs> I'll, I'll probably end up watching both of them. Because they instead of putting trolls in theaters, they released it on Disney Plus today. So Oh, it's uh, out on Disney Plus today? Yep. Oh, I'm gonna watch it tonight. Yep, came out today starring game. Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. So that's exciting. Oh, what came yeah, yeah. Trolls. Trolls. Oh, did okay. I didn't yep. know those two were in it either. Yep, they're the lead characters in it. Oh, Wait, it's an epic trolls. gamer moment no, for epic you're gamers. Thinking Outworld. No, I'm thinking trolls. Are you thinking the one with his dad? Oh, oh. Trolls. I'm Pretty very sure. confused, Travis. Oh, like trolls is late with the check. No, I'm pretty sure it's like Trolls Tour or something like that. Um, that's not um, Chris Pratt and Scott yeah, Holland. Yeah, no, that's something else, Travis. Yeah. No, Tom Holland. Yeah, I'm like ninety percent sure. No, it's okay. not. Let let's let's pause here. Travis, explain the storyline to the movie that you're thinking of. Hang on, I, I, I'm looking it up to verify that I'm right. It's outward. I, I like yeah. the fact that he said to verify that I'm right instead of... Okay. No, not outward. <laughs> yeah, outward. I thought onward. it was outward. Onward. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yep, onward. onward. Okay, well, actually, I'm excited for onward then, not trolls. I don't know why I thought trolls. <laughs> <laughs> 
was gonna say, I cannot imagine you watching right. that kind of movie. <laughs> no, odd, odd word I would totally watch though, because again, odd word. Chris Pratt, Tom Holland, available on Disney Plus today. Not sponsored by Disney. Go watch it, <laughs> even though I haven't seen it. It looks funny. Um, <laughs> um, I'm sure if Disney wants to sponsor this podcast, nobody would complain. Not in the least bit. Maybe Philip, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like that, like petty kid that gets a cookie. <gasps> I want a cookie. I'm pretty sure Philip would crap in his pants. I mean, I would. Just... <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd yeah, do a big, big crap because you know, <laughs> I mean, it depends Disney. how much we're getting paid for this. So I'm you know. pretty sure that we would all crap our pants if Disney was like, "Hey, we want to sponsor this." Like, and then <laughs> Travis would go, "Deal," but then you also have to sponsor all of our Twitch channels. Heck yeah, yeah. man. It's Actually, all I deal. care about is I want to get I want to get sponsored by Oreo. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, though, depending how much Disney paid us just for the one thing, it could like theoretically pay for everything else. I mean, just I, saying, it, it would depend on terms. I would negotiate it with them. I would make sure it would benefit us as a group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But some, never mind. I'm gonna give it convince Oreo to sponsor the Pastor Four Twenty on Twitch. Heck yeah, again, not sponsored by Oreo yet, but give it time. We're going to get yet. there. <laughs> We're going to have all, all the sponsors. <laughs> all right, uh, so let's move on to Alex. Alex, I'm pretty sure I already know what your answer will be. But <laughs> what is your favorite video game and why would you or what would you add or take away from it? Meme Craft is my favorite game. Uh, I have, like, other ones that are, like, more nostalgic, but, like, overall, it'd probably be Minecraft, especially when I probably am pretty sure I have the most hours on that. Oh, definitely. Um, I'm pretty sure you play it, like, 24-7. Yeah, I know. No, because <laughs> there was, like, a whole, like, month where I wasn't playing it, because I was basically working, and then I, like, had another game that I kind of fell in love with a little bit, and I started playing it again. Um, Understandable. You always come back to Minecraft. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I, I just, I love sandbox games. I'm really terrible, like, even when I play a storyline and they give me objectives. Like, I was playing um, Seven Days to Die, and that's, like, they like when you first start the game, there's objectives that you have to, like, finish, like, earn certain points in the beginning. Mm. And I never follow those, and I always seem to be, like, just because I don't do, like, the first one in the right order, I'm, like, ten steps ahead, but then I have to, like, backtrack to actually, like, redo it and go through because I feel mm. like, like even after I'm like day three, it's like make a bedroll, and I still haven't done that yet. Um. So I think that's like one of the main reasons I like Minecraft so much, because it really just doesn't matter. You can just do whatever. Um. I think the one biggest thing that I'd probably change to it is make it more optimized. Yeah. Um, just cause like anything I would really could ever really think of right now that I want to add to the game, like game wise, I could probably find in a mod pack mm-hmm. as also into like the game itself. I thought about this is more like, um, boss fights slash like dungeons for you to find underground. Cause I feel like finding dungeons is like too rare. Even if it's not like a spawner, like you just have like a area where you have to defeat like certain enemies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I want to, if you want to be technical, technically the Windows 10 version of Minecraft is probably a more optimized version, but they just ch- tweak so many little things about the game, it just becomes irritating. 
yeah, no, I'm never switching from the Java version, like, ever. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> also, unlimited amount of enchantments, because they max out the levels in each one. I think it literally should just, as you keep going, it just gets infinitely more expensive. But you shouldn't, like, cap it out. Yeah. I can see That'd that. That makes sense. I'd be down for, like, more boss battle things. Like, I know there's, like like, pillagers and stuff like that, but, like, I want, like... Kind of like what Terraria has, where they have, like, multiple little, like, unique bosses. Yeah. Like, the Wall of Flesh, or the Eye of Ender? I play more Terraria. No, Eye of Ender is Minecraft. Uh, yeah. But like, like if, an if item it has, if actual, it has like, that, boss battle. Definitely a lot better. Yeah, because, like, the, the biggest two is basically the Wither and the Ender again. And that's pretty much it. Minus, uh, like, the new pillagers that you can, in the waves. Yeah. Which I find kind of irritating, because, like, you don't, you're not the one activating, it just happens. And, yeah. like, I'll have a car, cow farm, and all of a sudden there's a bunch of pillagers in it I have to defeat. And they're killing my cows. I'm like, seriously, out of all the places you have to be right there? Yeah, so they it's really good to see have... that it hasn't changed much story-wise since I last played it, because I stopped playing it, like, <laughs> years ago. <laughs> and that's the thing, too, is, like, there's been, like, so little amount of updates. It's just, like, sad. And, like, I feel like every other update they give, it's something you don't care about. And it's just, like, seriously, guys? I feel like they've kind of gotten slightly better with that, though. Yeah. I mean, how many years have we asked for a cave update and still never gotten it? I mean, they did change it, like, once or twice from, like, it was originally. Yeah. But, yeah. There definitely needs to be, like, more underground battles and dungeons you can find. And I think, overall, just, like, more caves. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, I haven't played it in a long time, so... It's been several years since I've played it, but it was never, like, my top favorite game either, so that's probably why. Um, I'd say I think you mostly played it with Connor and I on Pocket Edition. Yeah, that's because mm -hmm. like we just sat in our desk chairs in the middle of the upstairs living room, all on our phones, playing it together. <laughs> <laughs> we did that for it forever. Is. It was like our plan every night for the longest time. Pretty much. Yeah, oh. and another thing that really saddened me. I'm sorry. Never mind. I'll stop. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So. We are starting to run out of time, so I guess I will just go over my uh, favorite game real quick. And it's actually two games, but they're part of the same universe, so I'm kind of counting it as one, because they're made by the same uh, people. Uh, but that's uh -huh. the Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs franchises. Uh, mm -hmm. I love the open world aspect of them. I love the very story-driven aspect to most of them. Because uh, as far as the games have gone, I've beat like the first five Assassin's Creed games. I'm playing Black Flags at the moment. Uh -huh. um and i beat the first watchdogs game and i started watchdogs too but i haven't finished it uh and i love all the games because of the in-depth story there's a lot of open world aspects to it with a lot of extra things you can do for the most part with the exception of black flag i'm, I'm realizing black flag is probably my least favorite assassin's creed game they stay least yes mm -hmm. my least favorite why because it does like you're required to focus on way more of the extra side stuff in order to build up your ship to continue the main story. I like literally doing the all side I do stuff. in er well, not every Assassin's Creed game because they like <laughs> kind of moved from a story to an open world. But like, yeah, like Odyssey and Origins, like that's all I do is side stuff. 
<laughs> See, I haven't played those yet. And, like, that's another thing. When it comes to the Assassin's Creed franchise, I would love to see them actually focus more on the story again. Because from what I understand, a lot of the games don't focus on the in-depth story anymore, which is they what got me... stopped oh. after, like, um... Well, after the main the main guy. I don't remember his name. Desmond. Desmond Miles. Desmond Miles. Yeah, like, after, after that, they kind of switched over to, like, hey, let's just try different, like, like different different like eras of assassins see see what looks neat and then they like were like hey open world kind of got popular let's kind of like figure out different eras of that and then origins came out and they're like hey that's a hit let's just continue that now see i think that's my biggest go ahead benny that wasn't Benny. That was me. That was not. Um, <laughs> well, Benny's name. Benny's name flashed on Discord when I heard the voice, not Orion. Oh, my so. chair is very squeaky. <laughs> Same. He needs the WD forty to work for my chair. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but no. Um, one of my biggest complaints I've had with the Assassin's Creed game recently was I'm playing through Syndicate right now. And mm. honestly, it just takes forever to get across the world. Yes, you, I know. Even when you get the the repel grappling hook thing and you hit the yeah. fast travels it just feels like it drags there's there's a lot of space but they don't have a lot to fill it mm-hmm. yeah yeah i feel yeah. like there's been like no perfect assassin's creed game because like i know the first one while it was very focused Black on Black. the storyline <laughs> there was like a lot of redundancy to it no yeah, yeah and then they have never up played and... it before <laughs> Uh, I've never so played good. a single Assassin's Creed in my life. But they're so Seriously. good. Well, Travis, you played the second one, right? Yeah, I've played one, two... Uh, I, I've, played, I've played Brotherhood, I've played Revelation. Uh, Alright, so so you know, so you know, like, pretty much the best storyline is the Ezio one, then, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, I do like the Altair storyline, that's, like, what really dragged me into it, but I would definitely mm-hmm. agree, Ezio is, like, a step above Altair. Barely, but it is a step above. It's your auditory death threat, and say. Yeah, I can't say it. But, you know, and if I could change anything about them, um, because I guess really Assassin's Creed is more my favorite than Watch Dogs, because Watch Dogs is basically the same. It's just outside of the animus and like it's in the same universe but they're not directly connected to each other but if there's yeah, one I... thing that i could really change about them it would be just having more of the storyline brought back into the games like come, go back to the beginning of the storyline why they're you know fighting the the templars and everything bring the desmond Miles story like i get it spoiler alert he's dead but like bring <laughs> that storyline aspect back in and just like really build off of that because i love story driven games honestly those are the games i enjoy playing the most otherwise everything else i would much rather just play with friends if I'm i don't play think a game. i have ever in my life played through a single story driven game really 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 but it still sounds strange i say never it does... once I have never played through the battlefields, the Call of Duty. Well, you did play Half Life, though. I've never completed Half Life. Really? Same. I have never completed Half Life, and I own all the games. I have played. <laughs> I have Actually, played I think I think I the only on. the only story driven game, if if it counts, that I've ever played is Portal. 
I mean, it yeah, that counts. Yeah, that it's counts. interlinked with the Half Life franchise. So, and yeah. actually, I never played the single player. I've only played the to the co-op version all the way through. You've never played the single player? Never. Oh my gosh. Oh, Casey. It's so good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I, I, my heart, I can feel it. I, I am a, a person who loves to do things with people. So I pretty much only ever play multiplayer games. Rarely ever in my entire life have I played games by myself. Yeah, I'd say I, I didn't have a lot of friends when I was younger, so I played most games <laughs> by myself I'm growing up. <laughs> I, I had two older brothers that liked to ignore me. Mm. Well, I mean... <laughs> mostly growing up, my only friends were Alex and Philip and Baron. Yeah. So I pretty much only always played games with them. Like during the week, like every weekend, pretty much growing up my entire life. Either Alex or Philip are over at my house for the weekend. And a lot of times during the week. And never mm. once did I play video games by myself, single player, during the week. It was always, always, always with people. If I send out a text saying, hey, who wants to play a game with me? If nobody wants to play a game, I won't play any games. Uh-huh. say if i'm honest when i was younger i also didn't really play a lot of single player games really the only single player game i played was prince of persia sands of time otherwise i was either playing games with my brothers or i was just sitting watching my brother connor play video games because for some reason i enjoyed doing that That's probably why i like watching youtube and twitch so much actually there's one game that i actually really liked playing the story mode um let me see if i can find it here but it has a um, like a glitch in it and won't let you proceed any further. Really? Um, I have um, a couple games like that. And it was probably originally some sort of console game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just got converted. That happened to me with the Tomb Raider game. I started playing it again after playing on Xbox, and I was playing on a PC. And like the physics of it were like messed up. Mm. So there was a certain point where literally, like, it, the you couldn't solve the puzzle to open the door because, like, the physics were, were broken. Driver San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's yeah. the only single-player game I ever played in my life, like, through. Otherwise, I've never played through any single-player game ever. Mm-hmm. I definitely have had a couple of games on Steam, though, that literally I've had to mod them in order to beat the game because they were, like, a junk port, and so the games were literally unbeatable due to a bug. I mean, even, like, I own all the Mass Effect games, and I've never played one before. Really? So oh, that's, like, one of my most, my most um, repetitive played games. Like, I've played I've played the entire series, one through three, um, back-to-back, more than I played Knights of the Old Republic. Oh my God. Even though Knights of the Old Republic is way better, I still like if if Star Wars wasn't a thing, guaranteed I'd be all about the Mass Effect universe. Yeah, like, I know that just as well as I know Star Wars. That's a universe. Yeah. Yeah. What other games are in the universe? Well, they it has or, its own universe. Or just it's Mass not. Effect. I, I like the, the Mass Effect the universe. Effect. I just didn't like the game mechanics itself. Yeah. Well, the first game is terrible. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just have to say Nico, and I'm already giving myself freaking seizures. 
<laughs> but, wow. But um, yeah. Like I mean, is is it? It has a it's pretty big like, like lore wise. It's like, huge. yeah, it has its charm. Hey everybody, and thanks for listening to today's episode of the Let's Talk Podcast. We have new episodes released every Monday at 8 a.m. across several different podcasting platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and several more. We appreciate you guys listening, and we'd love to get your input, so definitely feel free to reach out to us. You can find all of our information for everyone that was involved in the podcast in the podcast description, and we will see you guys next time.